Okay, here we are. Hey everybody, my name is Eric. I'm AJ. And I'm Lance. And we are the hosts of the Sunday Cooldown, where we talk Whee! about running, gaming, life, and just about anything else. In today's oh. episode, we will be talking about how we met, our running story, our future plans, and at the end, we'll be talking about our previous week of training. What an intro. Dude. Oh, there it is. I'd like, before we start this, I want to give a shout out to Ethan for letting me use his um his snowball blue Yeti, whatever the fuck it's called, his microphone. Good. Thank you for letting me use your mic. My Android sucks, dude. <laughs> We've been telling him yeah, that for really months nice now. Yeah, if Anchor could actually pick up my Yeti, that'd be nice instead <laughs> of having to use my headset, you know? <laughs> you hear that, Anchor? Thanks, Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. Shout out to Anchor for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... All right, so let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, so I guess, like, to start it off, I guess we could talk about that. All of us, that us three met at Bridgewater College, where we were all on the cross-country and track and field team, and that's kind of where it all started. So then, where it all began. Where it all began. So then I guess I'll, I'll start it off first. So I remember the first person I met was Lance from the team. And we <laughs> met at the admitted students day in like, it was like March or early April. And uh, we were in Nottinger Hall and we were talking to coach. And um, I remember Vin, Vinny was there too. And Vinny, I'm sorry, big dog, but you, you were kind of the hot shot of the group. And uh me and Lance were just kind of there doing our own little thing, the, you know what I mean? The bottom, <laughs> dude. Scrubbing the bottle of the barrel and we got <laughs> up in the cut. And then, uh, <laughs> so that, that's what I remember first was me and Lance. And then the first day that we did a run, me and AJ were together and we ran six miles on whatever that loop was that we did the first time that we never went back to. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> and we, we cranked out six miles. It was my longest run. Yeah, we were cruising. We were, just, we were just cruising out there. It was so hot. I remember after that first run, I was completely dead. Yeah, it was like 8.30 oh in the morning. Oh, my goodness. And like, I had never ran Like 85 and insanely humid. <laughs> <laughs> we just out. Oh, my goodness. It was awful. But, uh, yeah, so that, that, that's me. Um, so... Um, I was there, I was at Bridgewater, um, a semester before both Lance and Eric, but when I met them, I specifically remember Eric rolling in, like on one of the first days, like the cross country team met up and, um, I thought it was a Joe Flacco jersey. We all thought it was a Joe Flacco jersey, but it was a Lamar Jackson jersey, which is where his nickname Flacco came from because we thought it was a Joe Flacco jersey. And, um, I was like, who the hell is coming in for cross country in a, in a football job. Yeah, was, it was it was it was it was kind of a power move, you know. <laughs> yeah, was a big statement. You're like, I don't give up. I don't give. I don't care. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's my first memory with Eric. And then Lance, I didn't really like, like pinpoint him down until like just one day in the locker room. Like everyone's joking around, and like he had a very good sense of humor that like, like resonated with me. That I knew like from somebody from home who had the same exact sense of humor, and it was fantastic. It was very funny. Yeah, so um, so you kind of heard from both sides of how like we all met, but yeah, I met Eric. Um, we were all t- talking to the uh, the head cross country coach, um, Brian Cunningham, and it was, it was like the, goat. Yeah, it was the, the, the greatest of all time, Brian Cunningham. Bless up. Um, yeah, we we're all talking to him, 
uh, me, Eric, and Vinny that was. And uh, like I, I knew Vinny because he kind of went to a school close to mine around where I'm from. And uh, obviously I never met Eric and he's from a different state and whatnot. So uh, it was like the first time I actually met both of them though. And um, I was like, man, these guys are pretty cool. And obviously Vinny was like, you know, he's, he's been around, you know, he's the, he's the, he's been around coach more than I have. Yeah. He's the, he was the top dog, you know? And, uh, and with AJ, like, like you said, like it was one day we just kind of clicked and um, just kind of became friends. And then we all just kind of grew closer as, uh, as college went on and uh, kind of discovered we all had a, a secret passion for cookout That's runs true. late at night, yeah. you know? <laughs> 4 a.m. while I had so our, <laughs> Yeah, dude, our friendship is forged on cookout runs at like 2 in the morning. <laughs> Sorry, coaches. Yeah. <laughs> Probably could have ran better if I didn't have so many big doubles, but <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> all righty. So then um... – I guess we can get into our running stories. Anybody want to take the lead on that one? Like how we got, how we got into running. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I can start. Um, so as a kid, I was always, you know, active and whatnot. Uh, no matter what I was doing, it was mostly outside, like moving around all the time. And, uh, I never thought my passion would be running. Uh, I always thought my passion would be football. Cause that's what I, uh, I just loved that so much. And it was actually today I was, um, I found my old like uh like it was some my mom used to record my games oh, yes, when sir. I was like when I was like in like fourth or fifth grade, dude. And like I was I've watched over those clips for like three hours today, just like old games and like championships and stuff like that. And it was just so it was it's very nostalgic <laughs> just watching over that stuff and then like see where I'm at now. Uh but yeah, so like I was always active as a kid. And I always thought like I'd like pursue football more so than I would running. Like I I did track and stuff, but I didn't like, I was like, man, football, you know? And uh, eventually I I got out of football and more into running. Like I started doing cross country my sophomore year of high school, I believe. And um, it kind of took off from there. And then I got more serious about it as like I got older, you know, like senior years. I got, this is when I was like the most serious and then on to college and whatnot. But, uh, that's kind of how I got into running, and then I just kind of fell in love with it from there. Restart okay. with your part of the running story. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When I, God, <laughs> fuck, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna like I wanted. I was thinking about whether this podcast should be like censored or not, like n- us not cursing, but I just can't help it. I yeah. I, yeah. No. It's just. Um, I can't help it. <laughs> I just don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so ever since I was young. I played uh, football when I was about four or five, and I always played quarterback, running back, or wide receiver. I mainly played quarterback. And um, as a kid, all the sports (laughs) I played always involved running, of course. Like, what are sports without running? And then when I was about, like, 12 or 13, I'm (laughs) – This is my segment right now. You listen to me. When I was about 12 or 13 – I moved to a different neighborhood, um, and every day these um, kids would knock on my door and say, hey, you want to play basketball? And I'd say no every single time because I'd never played a look at basketball. And then, like, after, like, almost, like, a month of knocking, persistent knocking, I came out, and I sucked so hard, and I played the worst basketball of my life. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it so much that um, basketball became, like, everything to me, like, my passion. Like, it's all I cared about. So I played um, – like my seventh and 
also during middle school, I got into running club from my math teacher, Mr. Capico. And um, that was just like a little thing I did on the side as well, just something to do. And um, I used to run in vans. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, the shirt you was wearing as well. Oh, <laughs> I was getting there, right? Maybe I thought I could slip nope. past that one. So <laughs> there, there's a picture of me in my middle school yearbook for our running club in a um, Angry Birds t-shirt. And it says, bringing down the house. I also was running in vans. My coach noticed I ran in vans and was like, yo, you broke, motherfucker, what are you doing in vans? <laughs> and um, I was like, coach, I'm broke, I don't know what to tell you. But um, he was like, I noticed you wore vans, like what size shoe do you wear? Turns out we wore the same size shoe and my coach gave me a pair of <laughs> shoes and that was one of the nicest things like anyone had ever done for me. And um, then in high school, I just kept running as well and kept playing basketball. And I was on my track team. And um, during that, um, I met some of like my closest friends, like people that meant like the absolute most to me. And um, I think freshman year kind of was like a blur, but it went fine. Like I just met, just meeting new people. Sophomore year was went really well. Um, our four by 200 went to nationals. Um, and then junior and senior year, specifically senior year, I got into the 800 meter and um, it was like the time of my life. It was just our four by eight was um, like the closest like group of people I had ever met. I still talk to them to this day. Um, we would eat, sleep and run everything together. And we, we broke the school record, which was cool. We were all running about like 201 to 159, 800s. And then I rode the bench for junior and senior year of basketball. So. Put a lot more focus on our track. My coach, thank you, Coach Holland, told me the track was my sport. <laughs> and, uh, and that's your basketball coach, right? Yeah, he put me in my place. Dude. Um, then um, after high school, like I was looking for schools to go to. I was gonna run D two at um, Queens University of Charlotte, but like I definitely would have got smoked there. And also, like financially wise, like. Um, I couldn't really afford to go to any big college yet. So I went to community college for a little bit, um, save money, like talk to people, found Bridgewater, which wasn't too far. Looked at the times. They were similar to mine. They, I wouldn't be top dog, but I also wouldn't be like bottom of the food chain. You know, like I had somewhere I could Shark start like wow. a good slate and I could work on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I talked to coach Flynn who I actually never met. And then I um, ended up transferring in the spring. So I didn't have to run cross country, thank <laughs> God, until like the next semester. Thanks a lot, God. And um, I guess sorry, to Bridgewater and into running. So go ahead, Lance. I'll let you take take it from there. Well, you see, Lance already went. And um... <laughs> I think you oh, my goodness, dude. I hate this, man. <laughs> Well, you see, what had happened was, um, so, so yeah, like I was, I was also kind of like I was, I was like a do-it-all kind of kid. I, I started out playing baseball, and I, I swear to you, I, I swear Jackson. to you, I was the worst baseball player to ever touch the field. Um, I think I had, so it was my last year I played, I had one hit, the entire year, dude. and uh-huh, I don't want to butt in, but like. I, tr- I play a baseball like one or two years, dude. And I, let me tell you, when I swung at everything, <laughs> yeah. I swung at everything. I remember this one game in specific. This pitcher sucked, right? Like, I don't even think he threw a strike this whole game, but I don't think, like, I even hit the ball once. Like, he was putting him like a Just throw in my fly, head, dude. Man, I was swinging for him. Dude, I was like axe chopping that thing, dude. <laughs> and my coach was like, don't swing. And I was like, I'm swinging. 
but like I, I always played for like one of the best teams and like I was I always played with really good baseball players but I just was I was just awful so you know I always had this false hope that I was a good baseball player because my team was always winning but then I realized you know when I got to middle school I was like I'm not the reason that we're winning so maybe this isn't for me but then um and like in first grade I I started um I started with football and I was puny. I was always the smallest kid on the field. And I played tight end all the way until like seventh grade. And when I tell you that I was the meanest down blocker you would ever see in your entire life, I would get down on all fours and people would just start tripping over top of me. And, and, and we all, we, our running backs, our running backs are always so good. And my stepdad was always just like, Eric, I just need you to block this one guy. That's all you have to do. And I was like, say less, (laughs) say less. I'm on top of that. And I always had, I always had really good hands when I played football, but I was just, I would always have to run over the middle of the field. So I'd catch the ball and then I would get high load by two different guys. I'm just on the ground crying. (laughs) 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 And like, I, I played football from first grade to 12th grade. And it was, I, I would never trade football for anything. Football was always, I met some of my best friends playing football and it was just the greatest times. And say, same with basketball. I picked up basketball. I remember how I got into it. I had never heard about basketball before in my life. I like, ne- the only time I would do it was when they would force me to in elementary school gym class. And, um, and then I, I remember my, my stepbrother said that one of my cousins looked like Kevin Durant. And I was like, who's Kevin Durant? And I was like, who in the, who in the world is this guy? Who's Kevin Durant? And then I looked him up and I watched, I watched a whole bunch of highlights. And then one of my neighbors was a huge basketball fan. And he still is to his day, Eric Starkey. If you're listening to this, you're a freaking goat. And we, we played basketball in his backyard every single day for an entire summer. And finally, I played on his YMCA basketball team. And from then on, it just snapped. And basketball was was my thing from then on. And I did the whole AAU basketball scene. You know, you go out to a free game place and you play six basketball games on a weekend. And you come back and you can't walk for three days. And, like, like, oh, my goodness. And it was just – it was – Times were – Times were much simpler when it was just like eat, sleep, and eat, like sleep, play, and basketball. play basketball and go to school. Oh, like and, the sun uh, goes down. Off. Like that was, those were the days. Shout out Grace and David and Jacob, by the way. Those, those were, were the freaking Tyler. days, dude. <laughs> Shout out Casey Hash, uh, greatest basketball player of all time. <laughs> 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 also, <laughs> greatest <laughs> siege <laughs> player of ever. Oh, yeah. And, and, uh, hard carry every time. Yeah. And we, uh, yeah, my, my group of friends, we played AAU basketball from eighth grade until 12th grade. And, you know, you start off and you're getting beat by 60 points every game. And then you finish off and you're only getting beat by 10 points every game. And it's just like, you know, you can see the change over time. And, and that, that's called improvement. That's improvement. Right there. And, and then uh, yes, sir. track and field showed up on the scene my sophomore year because uh, one of my football coaches was, uh, he told me, it was like, Eric, you're, you're fast, but you don't know how to run like what the hell are you doing and I'm like I was like I don't know coach he was like you should go out and try track and field and I was like you know what I was like why not and I was like I might as well and uh so then I I started and I was a 100 200 guy and uh 13 second 100 guy and 27 second 200 guy and <laughs> I was flying I was flying around the track and uh I, I ran one 100 or one 400 that year 
and I ran 61-ish, and uh, that was enough to get me on my 4x4 team for regionals, and um, very impressive times, and, <laughs> and we, uh, we ran, like, I don't even know what time we ran, it was god-awful, and um, so then my my junior year, I, just, I was just kind of running track just to just to have something else to do to blow off time and not do homework. So I was just, and it was just like, I, I would go from track practice to AAU practice. And it was just like, it was just fun keeping my body moving the entire time, which I think is what drew me to distance running as time has gone on. It's just, I've always like wanted to move my body, but I was just didn't think distance running would be it. And I was 400 guy, 800 guy. And, uh, wasn't until I had already ran my first meet my senior year that Cunning that Coach Cunningham sent me an email, and then I went to Admitted Students Day, told him my times, and he was like, "Nah," he was like, "You're gonna have to drop those down if you're gonna want to run here." And I was like, "Okay," I was like, "Say less." And then from then on, I PR'd every single race I ran that year, and I had my my regional meet I ran fifty five eight in the four hundred, which I needed to get below fifty six, and I ran. 211 in the 800 and he wanted me below 212 so and then from then on i hopped into uh, into the mid-distance group with aj and lance once we got out to once we got out to the yes, sir. and then as time progressed i slowly but surely moved into the distance scene the big d Group, we were like, yeah, Eric's long D now. <laughs> no, it was it was Allie. Okay? Yeah, I remember. It. Like Cunningham was like, oh, you're gonna be doing distance, and like Allie was like, Eric's been in the long D, and I was like, <laughs> and she looked. Eric's <laughs> been at long D. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, like, like four <laughs> was like, yo, what the hell are y'all doing? <laughs> like, get it together. And we did, we couldn't stop. We couldn't stop. It was so good. Oh my goodness, that was amazing. But yeah, so there there it is then. Yeah, so that's how we all got into running. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and now and we now don't stop. Us, and now we're like, oh, Jesus. It's crazy, though. Like, we all, uh, like, something similar with all of us is, like, we yeah. all gave up something that we were all passionate for. Like, I was passionate for football, and y'all were both passionate about basketball, and then we, and end then up we, we end up like, running, like, you know? Like, yeah. like, we... we we end up being passionate about exactly. the thing that yeah. you get punished like, for like, in your sport, you know? You know? Like, I, I came up with this saying not too long ago, and it's like anybody could be a runner. Like everybody's body type, you know, anybody could be a runner. You know, you don't, you're, it's not hard. You just have to go out and you just have to do it. But not everybody can be a runner because running is the most mentally taxing yeah. and physically taxing sport that is out there. It's every single day. It's not, not even just yeah. running in general. It's distance running. You know, sprinters can kind of go out and, you know, they can just do their thing. You know, it's tough. It's definitely tough. But distance running, it's every single day, all year long. You know, there's no there's no off days. You know, like you get yeah. two weeks off, but you still have to be stretching and doing core and cross training. Like you you don't you don't get off. You know, like it's something that you just do. Like you get but you don't you get, really get off, off you know? but you don't like, really get off. Just, you know, it's every yeah. single day, and it's just something yeah. you got to do. Distance running requires a uh, consistency that um, almost I'd say like almost no other sport like has. Like I saw a tweet. I don't remember who it was, but I was by a marathon runner, of course, some uh, female marathon runner who said, like, if you want to be a good marathon runner or just distance runner in general, you need to like eat well, sleep, get eight hours at least, um, work out every day, do core, stretch. And then it's like 
she said do it for 10 years yeah. and then you'll be there it's like the 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 success comes from the consistent like repetitive miles that you just log even when you hate it like when you're just like sick of the grind of just going out every day you just have to do it and it especially like during times like this like during like COVID-19 it's really hard to get that grind in when you're alone or when you have like minimal space yeah. to run when you're running on the same road or the same loop over and over and over. Like, yeah, like exactly. closed parks and things just... that you always run at and then yeah. that sucks yeah but uh like gyms and stuff like that yeah, but I think that's what weeds out like the good runners from just the you know like the yeah, casual runners or the people that fun. continue to out there. Yeah, the people that like truly, truly enjoy running are the ones that'll continue to go out there and do it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, running is something. That. And like recently, I've been getting into not getting into, but I've just been learning more about ultra running. And like ultra running is something that like that is just so that is just so absurd that it takes that like people just can't comprehend it just you know you tell somebody that that there are people who go out there and run 100 miles and they can do it in less than a day and like the people people's minds are just completely blown by just how but like when you just think about the will of the human spirit and the human body you know, it like, it makes sense, you know, like you just hear these stories about these people and how, how their yeah. lives were, you know, like most of these ultra runners come from tragic backgrounds and it's just because they've had to fight through so much mentally that physical pain doesn't, exactly, physical Running pain doesn't, doesn't really like hurt nothing. them that much yeah. anymore. It hurts, but mentally they can push through it, you know, and that, and that's what makes running different than all these other sports. Exactly. Man, that's good. Like you hear a lot about, um, like places like mm-hmm. Kenya. You know, there's always good runners from there. But like, you know, a place like that, you know, it's not like, yeah, it's not like a booming city. You know, it's not like a like a huge like, you know, it's not like a very like yeah established. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So like, they have to like fight every day. You know, and like, when you do that for long enough, like running exactly. is like. It's nothing part of it you know, like, a lot of people running, like, okay. run to school they run yeah. home they run everywhere and it's, yeah. it's just a part of them it's not really like something like oh like i have to run it's like i run and that's yeah just so that, then when, like you know, when you like, get a part of a me. training program yeah. it becomes a lot easier because every single day for your entire life you've had to run to go get water for your family you've had to run to go and educate yourself and go and get food so then when like when you're able to now do it for pleasure and for representing what you are it becomes so much easier, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that also like kicks into another gear of like, yeah. yeah okay. Exactly. Let me work even harder now, you know? Cause yeah. like before you had to do it. Yeah. But you did it cause you had to. You exactly. Know? And but like now to you're make doing money to, to provide for yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly, doing it yeah. for like just enjoyment and you're doing it for the people that are around you, like your family or even like your teammates, dude. I think um, what really solidified me is like, identifying as like a runner was um the team i had around me like you you two and um all the people i met in high school um and the rest of my college teammates like they just kind of like they just i just want to be better for them like they motivate me and like i think that's the big factor as to why i run i run for just the people i've met yeah i feel that i feel that i feel that I like that. That is right there. I like that. I'll take my Oscar. Thank you. <laughs> Let's go. Through. Yeah. Um, so we got to get into <laughs> the future plans now. 
get into the future plans. Who's going to take the, yeah. the big plan? The, the big plans, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the potential. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, for Corona, the potential that. wouldn't even be a problem. But yeah, future plans. Um, you know, all move in together, mm-hmm. close to where we went to college. That's pretty cool. Uh, so good to be able to see our college friends. That'd be really cool. Um, yeah, get into more content it's, creation it's, like it's, this. You know, like this is kind of this kind of like a stepping stone to like. Right yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, for sure. Once we get together, it'd be a lot easier to actually get this stuff like, like actually solidified and like actually be able to like produce stuff you know what i'm saying yeah we want to be able to like travel and like even film that like gopros just like big yeah travel big guys. travel guys um, yeah big time traveling like streaming like literally anything with like entertainment or content creation like we just want to like pursue any of it for sure yeah. for sure even riding, like why not like um when me and lance ran in new orleans it was pretty dope i know lance was dead i was pretty dead too because we didn't know where the hell we were even though we were given instructions, like, you know, where we were going. Yeah. Shout out, Louis. Um, yeah, that was- um, <laughs> like running in different areas or states <laughs> and stuff. Like, that's awesome. Like, I've sponsors, please. Sponsors. Give me all of your gear. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I will wrap everything. You don't have to tell me twice, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was funny because um, AJ and I went down to New Orleans during. Um, it was spring break on college, but it was like <laughs> February, so it was like still cold, like incredibly cold. And like we go down there, yeah, we go down there, and it's like you know, like seventy five and extremely humid, and it's just like just crazy how you, because like we trained, like obviously, like we were still running and stuff, and uh, how cold it was outside up in Virginia, which is where Bridgewater is, and then going all the way down there, and then all of a sudden it's like seventy five and incredibly humid, you know. It's it's yeah, it was cool though. It was, it was an awesome that's experience. Insane. That's insane. I can't even imagine. God damn. Oh, yeah, that's how I used to be. Well, I used to go on vacations what? during basketball season. And I went for like my birthday because my birthday is in January. So, you know, I would go from 30 degree temperature to go to Jamaica where it's like 95. And you're just like, what in the world is going on? Right yeah, now? dude. This shouldn't be happening. My body doesn't like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like aj and i were so used to um just like the cold yeah we had to wear, that when we got down to orleans we around the, like, the city at like 9 p.m we had to be like oh, what shorts are we wearing like what short sleeve are we yeah, wearing? Like, cause right. it's always... <laughs> yeah yeah because like when it's you know when it gets nighttime around up in virginia in february it's cold you know it's like 30 degrees you know but down there, like it stays like a consistent like seventy, like the whole that time. That is the freaking life. Yeah, it was no, it was really. Yeah, that's it's true. just like insanely that's sticky true. though, because like, how humid like it was. Somewhere on the west coast is where you need to be at. <laughs> so like, where it's dry heat, so you don't got to deal yeah. with that stickiness all the time, man. Oh my goodness. Honestly, oh. dude. Next stop. Next no next no stop, way. Cali, baby. <laughs> Back to Cali. <laughs> shout out big, big, big. Shout out big. Um, <laughs> sponsor us, Biggie. Uh, sponsor us. Um, so, do we want to go over our last week of training now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we can do that. Um, Eric, I'll start you can it start. off. I started. <laughs> yeah, I'll see mine last. So yeah, um, over the over the last like four to five weeks, I've just been working on 
building up mileage and just getting my body used to running at higher miles because so like I guess my, my future goals for running would be to kind of move into half marathon marathon distance on the roads and then over time progress that into trails as I get older and then um you know use the speed while I still have it and then as I get older work use that strength that you get when you're younger to be able to hold it on a trail and uh, so right now I'm just working on being able to run at a higher mileage and being able to just sustain it. So I was hitting like 50, 55 mile weeks and then I hit a 56 mile week two weeks ago with like a lot of elevation gain. I had a lot for what I'm using. I had like 3,500 feet. That's a lot for what I've usually done. And um, so then last week I ran like 23 miles just to give myself a break, kind of hit the reset button and then now I'm going to build it back up for a couple more weeks and then I'm going to do it again. And then just, yep, that's kind of what I'm going to be at for a little while. So AJ, you got it. Yeah. 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 So, um, um, weeks before, um, I took my, um, two week break, I had like peaked at like a 50 mile week. It was like one of the best like weeks of running that I had ever had. Like I felt really good. And then, um, I took a two week break of course. And then I came back and I'm, I've been hitting 25 mile weeks. Um, this last week I wanted to hit 30, but I only hit 28 because I shit the bed. Literally. Oh my God. For another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Once we can get Kenny on yeah, here. Oh yeah. When we get Kenny as a special guest. <laughs> there we are. Um, <laughs> um, I only oh hit six and a half for my long run. I wanted to hit nine, but like, I just had a shit day. Like I was running like 750 pace the whole whole time, and I wanted to like run seven like 730 to 750 for the first half, and then like drop it down. But I just couldn't drop it down. It was just one of those yeah, days, yeah, and like all like like just learn from it and keep yeah. going. Um, this week I want to hit another 30 mile week, but um, I've just been focusing on like like Eric building up mileage and trying to get my legs stronger. I want to be able to like compete in 5Ks, not just run 5Ks, of mm-hmm. course, and like drop times down to the only time I had, um, which is garbage. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Um, 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 Again, the story for another day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I want to get back up to 50 mile weeks and try to hold that consistently. Um, I need to hammer down on doing strides. I've been doing well doing like core and like body weight stuff. But, um, and then come fall, I want to be able to start doing more workouts, like 1Ks and stuff mm-hmm. just to like really like, buckle down and train for like just to run a good 5k just because i've been really getting into longer distance running like running the 800 is fun like it's it's amazing but i just want to start dipping into other stuff and like exploring like the more stuff i can do as a mm-hmm. runner for sure yeah, so what have you yes, been doing at LA? um <laughs> right um yeah um <laughs> last week i hit like a six mile week yeah you heard that right oh six injured, and with with reason though yeah um i've been dealing with like some mad tendonitis in one of my knees and it's just very nagging and won't go away so uh yeah i haven't just been like laying around you know i've been i've been i've been hitting some weights too trying to Games. trying to build up my arms a little bit and uh <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. That I lost from cross country season. Shout out know-how. Yeah. Shout out know-how. Strongest, Strongest man, man in the world. In Bridgewater. <laughs> Let's get it. 
<laughs> yeah. To ever walk in the weight room. Um, but yeah, so I've been focusing on uh weightlifting and um other stuff like that until I can really like get back into running fully. Uh where I would like to be. I'd like to probably be at like probably like thirty five or forty miles a week. Um I'm not as good at distance running as AJ and Eric are. They're much they're much oh, better so than getting, I am. We're, um, we're season, Doc. No. <laughs> <laughs> not false at all i'm the, I'm a terrible distance runner <laughs> absolutely terrible like i hate long runs like i hate long runs um but yeah, that's where i'd like to be and yes. then, you know I, I could hit like occasional like 50 uh, mile weeks yeah, or something yeah. i wouldn't be breaking any records or anything but uh but it'd be fun sure. just it'll, just it'll to get back fun. into it and like just grind again it'll to be, be back where i was yeah yeah exactly and like we're all running together and like Cause like running by yourself, it's like that so, sucks, yeah, and then you, you get together, easier. it's it's a lot sure. easier, a lot more fun. Cause you know, you, I mean, not yeah, just you have someone there to run with, yeah. but you have someone there to like push you to be better, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's not just like, oh, I gotta go ahead and run five miles. It's like, okay, I mean, the yeah, guys exactly. gonna go run five miles. You know, it's it's a different kind of puts a different um. It really does. It really different does. like uh, yeah. perspective on it, you know. That's what I miss the most is running with uh, teammates. Yeah, dude. Like even on long runs back at Bridgewater, like I know, I know. Uh, I think it was Kenny and AJ. I think y'all two dragged me to Montezuma one time, and I was, I was just like, uh, uh. it was like I was hanging in there, dude. But I was like. I hate hills. Um, I used to not mind them. I used to be like a fiend for them. Like I was yeah, like, give me yeah. a hill. But once you start, once you like do like twelve mile long runs or ten mile long runs, you're like, please, last thing yeah, you're worried exactly. about. Like, please, it's a hill on the ninth mile. You know? Like, <laughs> please, Lord, have mercy. Yeah. yeah, I think that's how far we yeah, did. Yeah, and like the hills, was, like seven and a half or eight. I think we did yeah, like a little bit like, extra. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah and it's like straight up for like three hundred meters. See, I don't, I don't think did, that feels like forever. Uh, Ricky's Hill. I I, I don't did, think so. Did I did not. No. Uh, yeah, see, R- Ricky's Hill was the worst because it was it was like, it's like you go you go straight up for like you're only up there for like a hundred and then it flats out and then you and then it just nails you again and um, yeah that that one was definitely that 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 one sucked. Um, I'm just gonna say that one sucked. Wait, is that yeah, past, yeah. So is that like hit on the past, uh, hill, down the road, like after the dike? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I've, hit, forks, I've hit that on the but bike. You come the other yeah. way, and then you wrap it back around. I think so. Does it have like a bunch of pine yeah. trees beside yeah, it? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know what you're talking yeah, about? One, I couldn't imagine. That one below. Yeah, I did that with Shane and Calista. I could not imagine. We were zooming that run, and that hill just snuck up on me. And just took me down. <laughs> I was like, "Please have mercy." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. So I think that'll, oh, I, I think that'll get it. So that about <laughs> wraps up what we're talking about today. Yeah, and yeah. We can get exactly. into more. Uh, kind of got the intro down on this one. And yeah, kind of getting into more like debatable that. topics and other ones. But uh, now you kind of know. Yeah, now you kind of know like <laughs> who we are. <laughs> Yeah, the real yeah. How you do the real us? Um, but you can you can we can probably link we can probably link our yeah, social medias so. in the uh, no, description yeah. of this podcast, I mean, right? I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Follow, dude. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. 
How's that work on Anchor? Is it, is it a follow? Like, comment, and subscribe, or else you'll have bad luck. Or is it like... Subscribe for more content. Follow my Twitter. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, if you, <laughs> if you like, if you like what you hear, Era, like share it with your friends. <laughs> Thank you for participating in our ASMR. <laughs> if, you like, if you like it, then like it. <sighs> uh, that it? Is that, was that our outro? Uh, <laughs> about, uh, I'll have to make up an outro for a later time. This, this shit was so stupid. You know, my mom was at the car door, like pointing it in the house for some reason, trying to tell me to do something. And like midstream, and I'm like, Mom, please don't open this fucking door. Yeah, you like, touched my door. Know. So help me. <laughs> like, I don't know what was going on. I don't know what was going on. <laughs>